Hello and welcome to Healthy Mind, Healthy Life with your host Avik. This podcast is all about exploring the latest research, sharing personal stories and providing personal tips for improving our mental health and well-being. Each episodes will be joined by experts in the field of mental health as well as individuals who have experienced the transformative power of a healthy mind firsthand. Together we will dive into a range of topics from managing stress and anxiety to building resilience and cultivating happiness. So, join us on this journey to discover new ways to take care of our minds, bodies and souls and let's work together to create a healthier, happier world one episode at a time. So, let's get started. Hello and welcome to another transformative episode of Healthy Mind Healthy Life. I'm your host Avik and today we have a truly remarkable guest whose life journey is a testament to the incredible power of mindset and the resilience. So our guest today is Frank McGovern. So welcome to the show Frank. Uh thank you for having me on. I greatly appreciate it. Great, great. So Frank, like before we start delving deep into our conversation today, uh, I would love to mention this to all of our listeners that uh, Frank has navigated through life's most challenging circumstances and uh, emerged as an inspiring example for the personal growth and the determination. So his story is a kind of mosaic of trials and the triumphs. uh marked by incredible resilience and a shift in mindset that reshaped his life so like from the very beginning he faced adversity most of us uh can't even imagine as well so born into a life of welfare with a father battling addiction his early years were far far from easy like by his early teens he was caught in a cycle of selling and uh using drugs resulting in expulsion from high school not once but the twice so despite the challenges uh he pushed forward and in his early 20s began a business venture so but the shadows of drinking problems loomed over him from his mid 20s to his 40s all while building a successful business maintaining a marriage and uh raising four children so then came the wake up call his marriage ended and it was a moment of reckoning where he was forced to confront the demons that had been haunting him for years so through the through the pain and the darkness frank found his passion and the purpose and incredible transformation that allowed him to turn his life around So today Frank is driven to share his unique story with the world and we are privileged to have him here with us today to do that. So without further ado let's dive into this uh, riveting conversation with uh, Frank as he shares the remarkable journey of changing his mindset to change his life. So welcome to the show Frank. Thank you. Thank you again. Thank you again and uh, you know I appreciate that warm welcome. <laughs> and yeah just to kind of you know go over and into detail about you know my life story a little bit more yeah. um you know you know I was born into welfare um you know just being poor you know my dad was a heroin addict from you know the time I was born up until I was about 17 or 18 yeah um 
and just, you know, growing up in poverty, just being around, you know, drugs, violence, and just kind of dysfunction. Um, it really shaped my mindset, you know, for, you know, up until I was probably 17 or 18, you know, where I just had a very, you know, negative victim, you know, type of mindset, you know, I was, um, you know, I felt sorry for myself for, you know, the circumstances that I grew up in. Um, you know, I, I honestly, for a long time, didn't think that there was going to be anything that I could really do to change my circumstances, you know, and, yeah. you know, 16, 17 years old, you know, I was really bad on drugs, suicidal. And I would say, you know, when I was 17, uh, I found out that I was going to be having my son, you know, whom I had when I was 18 years old. And that was, that was probably like the first big mind shift that I had, you know, I realized that although it was unfortunate, you know, stuff that kind of happened to me and, and, you know, around my life when I was growing up, Hmm. um, if I didn't change my mindset and change who I was, like nothing was going to change, you know? So once, you know, I, my son was born, I just kind of had the mindset that like, Hey, look, I don't want him to grow up the way that I did. You know, I don't want him to have to struggle and just go through everything. So, you know, if I want, if I don't want that to happen then I need to, you know, stop being a victim, you know, I have to stop having that victim mindset and do something about it. And, you know, it was a big, a really big shift at that point in time, you know, because I went from not really caring about anything or anyone, including myself, um, and not really doing anything with my life to, you know, when he was born, you know, I, you know, barely made it through high school, was kicked out twice. And, you know, he's born and now I was working full time. I was taking care of him. Uh, I was going to college full time. So it was like a complete like 180, um, you know, that, that I had made. And, you know, I did good for a few years. You know, I um, got my associate's degree from the community college of Philadelphia. You know, I was like raising my son working, but it was in hindsight, it was such a big shift, you know, um, an adjustment that I kind of like burnt me out and, you know, after doing it for a few years. So, you know, I guess, you know, uh, I guess around in 21, you know, I had graduated CCP. I was kind of burnt out from like working and raising my son and going to school. So I was like, oh, I'm going to take a semester, you know, off before transferring. Um, And when I took that semester off, I got back into, you know, selling drugs and and doing drugs, you know, probably for the next like 18 months or so. And I got really bad on, on Percocets. Like I was actually probably taking, you know, about 150 to 200 milligrams of Percocets a day, which in essence is equivalent to doing heroin just in like a pill form. Um, and then it was just, you know, kind of another wake up call. You know, I, I, I almost got locked up with a lot of, um, with a bunch of stuff on me that could have sent me to prison for like a long time. And, you know, it was a wake up call. You know, I realized I didn't want to go to prison, leave my son, Um, you know, I also, you know, was like literally going to bed every single night, like saying like, Hey, you know, you have to stop doing these Percocets because you're literally going to kill yourself. And, you know, you're trying to make these changes, but in reality, you know, the shit that you're doing, like, you're not, you're not that much different than your dad, you know, than, than my dad and how he was doing. So, you know, I literally woke up one day, I, I, um, told my mom how bad I was like on the Percocets and, you know, I just, I told her because I knew that if she knew how bad I was, it would be very difficult for me to disappoint her and go back to it. 
So I literally just uh, detoxed myself in my bedroom for, you know, the next few days and, you know, really went through hell in that experience. Um, it was, it was a horrible experience, uh, but one that I wouldn't change because it, it definitely made me ever going through that experience made me think like, I never, ever want to do the, you know, opiates again, because, right. you know, I knew the effect of getting through them. Um, and then once I, um, you know, kind of, uh, got my stuff together and that, you know, with that, um, I started, like got back to work and, uh, you know, was like working in banking and that's actually, you know, where I met my, uh, now soon to be ex-wife. Um, and, you know, I started like, you know, I got off the drugs. So I was like doing, you know, good, but like, I, I definitely, you know, replaced doing the drugs with drinking. Um, and after I was kind of with my wife, you know, for a couple of years, I, you know, started a business in my late twenties and, you know, real estate for some reason was something that I always wanted to get involved in. Like since I was like 17 and I have no idea why, cause I didn't know anybody in real estate or, you know, I just knew that people always needed a place to live and it. I figured it was like a way that I could make money. Um, so like I, you know, I had gotten laid off a couple times as an adult and my job got outsourced. So in, you know, 2010, you know, I kind of figured, Hey, like, let me try to get into real estate because I was getting unemployment and max, uh, severance pay. So, you know, I kind of went to real estate to get my real estate license to work as a real estate agent, uh, passed the state exam. And I can literally remember it like it was yesterday. Like I was on online in December of 2010, like looking for an investor friendly, a uh, real estate broker. And I happened to stumble, stumble upon a website called biggerpockets.com, which is a really, which now is a really big, you know, uh, real estate website. But at the time it was a pretty small website. And I seen um, a real estate niche called wholesaling. And it was like, literally like one of them aha moments, you know, in my mind at the time, I literally said to myself, like, this is like legal drug dealing and you're not going to go to prison for it. So, the next day without even really knowing exactly what it was, I ordered, you know, um, a hundred bandit signs, which is just a form of marketing, you know, it says like we buy houses and you put them outside, you know, to, to generate leads. And then, you know, I just went down that, that real estate, uh, path, um, you know, that I'm, that I'm still on, you know, um, at the time I literally just wanted to make $60,000 a year and, you know, work for myself. Um, and, you know, fortunately for, I don't know, set last seven or eight years, like I've made, you know, six figures or multiple six figures, like in real estate. And just to, you know, while building the real estate company and having a lot of success in, with that, um, you know, I, I slowly and steadily, you know, got worse with the drinking. Um, and, you know, especially I would say like the last few years and it really, had a negative impact on, you know, my marriage, my relationships, and, you know, even my business. Um, and no different than like when I kind of had that struggle with the opiates where I would tell myself, you know, you got to stop, you got to stop. Um, it was this way with the alcohol for like years, you know, and, and finally in, you know, December of 2020, you know, I had enough and, um, that was the last time that I had a drink. And, you know, um, fortunately, you know, I kind of felt like a void after I stopped drinking because I didn't really replace it with something else. Um, fortunately, I guess about four or five months ago at this point, about four months ago, I believe, 
uh, I really got into you know fitness and nutrition. Uh, and I, at 40 years old, like I'm literally in the best shape of my life. Like I'll, I'll have a six pack within like the next month or two. And I've never had that before in my life or never was really in shape, you know? So it's crazy, but you know, I've had a lot of ups and downs, you know, throughout life, but I feel at 40, you know, I, I, I'm really just getting started in life. Avik, I think you're on mute. Uh, can you hear me now? Yep. Yep. I can hear you. Yeah. So, uh, so I believe like, uh, yes, what you have mentioned is uh, really correct. And it's always better to have something rather than nothing. And, uh, from this, I definitely love to, um, ask you one thing as well, which is, many people are in the process of changing their mindset to change their lives. Now, uh, what advice can you offer to those who are on a similar journey of the per uh, personal transformation? Uh, the advice would just be the, you know, that anything is possible, uh, follow your intuition, you know, generally speaking, I feel like we always know what we should be doing, you know, what we have to do. Our intuition tells us that. And too often we don't listen to our intuition. Mm. Uh, so it's really just a matter of having the mindset of like, you know, having a desire to get something, mm. believing that you can achieve that and then just putting in the work. Like, I truly believe that if you have a strong desire to get anything in life, you mm. believe that you can get it and you're willing to actually put in the work, literally anything in life is possible. And, you know, to the guests listening, you're, you know, if, if you're in a position where you're like uncertain or you're, you're not where you want to be at in life, it's really time to, you know, do some reflecting and see why that is, you know, like that's something that I kind of had to do. Like just when, you know, my wife, um, said that she, you know, wanted a divorce, you know, like at first, you know, I felt sorry for myself, like, Oh, like why the hell is something like this happening? Right. But it made me just kind of you know, reflect and be very honest with myself about like, Hey, what did I do to get to this position? And what can I do to never put myself in a position like this again? You know, and a lot of that just was just, you know, not being fully committed, you know, not really having a positive mindset, like about the marriage in particular, and, you know, just really not following my intuition enough, you know, like in terms of either doing stuff that I knew I should be doing and wasn't doing, or, you know, uh, not doing stuff that I knew I wasn't supposed to be doing. And, you know, just from like the divorce, like, it's like, now I pretty much always follow my intuition. Like if my intuition is telling me to do something or not to do something, you know, I listen to it because to me, it doesn't really steer you wrong for the most part. Mm, exactly. Got it. So, um, like here, like you have also mentioned that finding your uh, passion and, uh, purpose so how did this discovery affect your overall well-being and approach to life and uh what advice do you have for others uh, who are seeking their own sense of purpose well i would say in terms of purpose mm -hmm. um passion and purpose you know it's i've i've realized for the last few years that like helping other people um you know mm -hmm. is my purpose in life you know, it's, it gives me more joy and fulfillment than pretty much anything else, like much more than any check that I've ever received before, you know, and I've made, and trust me, I, I've received some big checks in life, but just, hmm. ha, you know, me being able to impact or influence people in a positive way, you know, just gives me a feeling that I don't get from anything else. 
And, and, you know, I, I didn't find that out really. Um, you know, I found that out by doing right. Like I've been in real estate for a while. So I've kind of helped a lot of people, you know, start their journey or, or help with specific transactions and, you know, just giving back and helping, you know, again, just, just gives me a feeling that I don't really get from much else. Okay. Okay. So, uh, like, how has your newfound mindset and the perspective influenced your relationships both in both ways? I mean, personally and professionally. Um, it, it's, it's influenced, influenced it in a great way, you know, just, you know, um, since I've made a lot of recent changes, like I feel I've, you know, built closer relationships with my kids and some other people, uh, in my life that are important to me. Um, and just one, one big issue that I had just cause from like, a you know, um, how I grew up and stuff, it was like very difficult for me to like trust people. Um, you know, where it's like, I, I literally didn't really, haven't really completely trusted anyone, you know, um, and, and having the mindset shift allows me to, you know, has, a, uh, made me realize that like, it's a horrible way to go about life thinking like you know, someone has to earn your trust before they have done something to you. Exactly. Right. Like, or that you, ha you can do everything on your own. You know, no one, um, like, trust me, you can go about life on your own, but you're not going to maximize what you're capable of and have the, you know, happiness and joy that you could potentially, uh, that you could potentially have if you're doing it with other people. Okay. Got it. Got it. So, um, like, in your opinion, uh, what is the most significant lesson that you have learned about the power of cha changing one's mindset and how does this lesson apply to our listeners' lives? What do you say? No, I, ju I just really, you know, I literally have a brand and a, and a podcast called Fuck It, but it's like P-H-U-C-K-I-T, but it's called Change Your, you know, Fuck It, Change Your Mind, Change Your Life. So like, I truly am a believer that, you know, mindset is literally everything, right? You know, it's like, if you, if you think you're unlucky, you're not going to get ahead in life. There's nothing that you can do about it. Um, that is true. If you believe that you're lucky, you're going to get everything that you want in life. You deserve everything that you want in life. Like that is true. It literally sounds crazy, but it's like, you know, your mind is like a magnet. So it's like whatever thoughts and energy you're putting out, like you're going to get back. Like I realized that too often, like I, I had a scarcity mindset. I had a negative mindset. Like I thought I had bad luck. If stuff was going good in life, I expected something bad to happen, mm. you know? And it's like that literally you will that into existence compared to like, you know, now. And, and I would say that like in business, I probably had that mindset like all the time, but just not in all areas of life. But it's like, to me, like I'm always going to win until it doesn't happen. Like, it's not like I'm not, I don't ever lose or I'm not aware that I can lose, but I'm not focused on losing or, mm -hmm. or the bad happening until it actually does happen. Because like whatever you focus on is going to, you know, it'll, it, it's going to come to fruition. So if you're focused, you know, if your, your mind is constantly focused on the negative and the bad, you know, you will attract that. If your mind is constantly focused on the positive and the good, you know, you will attract that. It's all about the energy we are attracting, right? A hundred percent. Like to me, that's literally what we are. Like we're energy. 
Like we as human beings are energy. So if the energy you put out is positive, you will attract it back. If the energy you put out is negative, you will attract that back. Correct, correct. So, and uh, also uh, one thing is coming to my mind, how do we recognize that if that energy is actually affecting or helping us in our benefit? Well, I'm just saying like you're, mm-hmm. I would say, ask yourself how you feel on a regular basis, Okay. right? Because you feel what you consistently think about. Like that's all feelings are like consistent thoughts, you know? So whatever you think consistently, you're generally feeling. So if you're not feeling good, it only is because you're not thinking good. Mm-hmm. Got it. Okay. Understood. Great. So uh, before we wrap up, like what other stories or experiences from your journey uh, would you like to share with our, and that could inspire and motivate those who are looking uh, to make the mindset makeovers in their own lives? I, like one thing to me that like, if you, um, like the law of attraction, you know, like with the energy we put out is the energy that we get back. If you look at like anybody that's successful or happy, mm-hmm. they directly or indirectly believe in that. So that should say everything that one, you know, needs to know about like mindset and what you need to do to kind of change. It's like people, like I used to think like, oh, people are like, you know, just kind of lucky to be happy. You know, no, it has nothing to do with luck. It's like their mindset, like they're thinking positive, like they're putting out good energy, mm. you know? So it's like, if you, and again, just kind of how I grew up, like this shit sounds absolutely insane. Like I'm 40. If you would have told me this stuff when I was like 29, like I would have thought it was absolutely insane, mm. but it's like, I, it's something I've studied for, you know, I'm a student of it for like now, like, a you know, about a decade or so. Exactly. And again, like I literally have never met someone that was like successful uh, and or happy and they didn't directly or indirectly believe in in like mindset being everything. Exactly. That, that's really lovely, I would say. So thank you. Thank you for joining us on this uh, extraordinary episode of Healthy Mind and Healthy Life. And uh, for all the listeners, like we have just conducted an incredible conversation with our guest, Frank, who shared a life journey of remarkable transformation through the power of mindset. And Frank's story is definitely a testament to the resilience of the human spirit, the ability to confront and also, uh, I would say, the uh, confront the adversity and the incredible strength uh, that comes from the changing your mindset. So I believe uh, all of you have found inspiration and valuable insights in Frank's journey and uh, the mindset makeovers he's undergone throughout his life. So always remember that changing your mind can indeed change your life. uh, And Frank's story is a shining example of this truth. So we all have uh, the power within us to shift our perspectives, overcome the challenges and find our purpose Uh, through the process so as we conclude like i would like to extend our heartfelt gratitude to frank for sharing his remarkable journey with us today and uh, his story is definitely a beacon of hope for anyone on a path of personal transformation so if you have found this episode inspiring please consider subscribing to our podcast and leaving us a review and your feedback is definitely invaluable and helps us continue to bring you more incredible stories like frank's So stay tuned for more episodes of Healthy Mind and Healthy Life where we explore the many facets of 
mental well-being, personal growth, and the transformative power of the human spirit. So until next time, remember that changing your mind can be the catalyst for changing your life. So stay healthy in body and mind and keep chasing your dreams. So thank you so much. Thanks for having me on.